recorded in front of a live audience. We're at the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue, right down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. We're your hosts. I'm Mary Gaines, and this is Chris Wagner. Hi. Thanks for coming tonight. We are thrilled to be here tonight with Whitney Mann. Welcome. Thank you for being on the show tonight. Oh, well, thank you for having me. Actually, it's your second time. You were here. I uh, played with yeah. Mark Herod. I just sang yeah. a uh, backup on one of his songs when he was here. Yeah, and Scott Scott Lamps, I think, was playing. Scott Lamps was here. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. We just saw Scott at the at the wedding expo. He oh. was it, very interesting. He was nice. selling um, his services as a songwriter to prospective. Oh wow. Yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. yeah. Nice. <laughs> You could do that too. I don't know. 
All my songs are really sad, so I don't know if I'd be a good wedding singer. <laughs> yeah, the first line, it's never gonna work. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well give up. Yeah. It'd be great for the divorce party, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you could market to that, too. I don't know. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll sing like, while they're signing their divorce papers. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be funny. <laughs> Make the moment even more poignant, you know. Yeah. Well, lots of people do have big parties after that, but... Sure. Yeah. So you guys, <laughs> that's true. Um, so Whitney Mann, that you're Whitney. I am Whitney. Yeah, you're the lead singer. Mm -hmm. that, who else is in the band here? It's uh, a trio tonight. Yeah, it's a trio. Playing um, stand-up bass over here is Kyle Jacobson. <laughs> and then uh, on the, the cardboard box and cajon, we have Tim Russell. Tim's a repeat offender, too, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, he yep. played with, with Mark as well. Yep. Yeah. It's, yes. a, it's a great sound. Do, do you often play... I know there's a pedal steel on the album. Yeah. Right? Um, Tim Russell? Uh, oh, Andrew, Tim Harrison Andrew Harrison played yeah. pedal steel. And that's, I mean, that's the sound that I like, kind of the, yeah. the old-school country, like, sad, crying songs yeah. with, the, with the pedal steel. Yeah. It does that. You can play happy songs on the pedal steel, I think. You can. Yeah. You can. Yeah. <laughs> They're all but just Hawaiian, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> un un unlike the banjo, you can't play a sad song on That's the banjo true. or something yeah. like that. <laughs> so do you cry when you write songs? Um, no, not really. I mean, maybe if I'm like in a depressed mood, you know, but generally, no. I could be in like super happy, never been happier mood yeah. and like write a really sad song. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, my feeling is like, you can listen to a sad song when you're happy, you know, but you can't necessarily listen to a happy song when you're sad. So like, sad songs are like the universal song, you know. So, wow. I mean, that's what I like. That's, that's, <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> Very good. Point. That's one of the more deep observations mm -hmm. on the show mm -hmm. for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna write that down. What was that again? You can't. No, you can hear us. No, I'll get it. You can't. Uh, Sorry. Let me repeat it. Okay. <clears throat> you can listen to uh, sad songs when you're happy, but you can't necessarily listen to happy songs when you're sad. Okay. Mm hmm Okay. And the rest follows. Okay. Yes. I'm actually writing this down. Okay. Uh, Want to do another tune? Yes. Uh, this next song is called The Fool I've Been.
song is called The Storm.
Have, have you always been drawn to really, you know, beautiful, sparse yeah. kinds of, yeah? I mean, that's the kind of instrumentation that I'm drawn to. I mean, it could be, you know, a really great rock song, like, let's take Hey Ya, for example, by Outkast. And there's this beautiful rendition by Obadiah Parker, where it's just him and his guitar. It's totally stripped down, and that's the version of that song that I prefer. Yeah. And that's the way it goes with, with most songs. It's just power, there's beauty and power in there. Yeah. I, I wonder, because I, I heard, I've heard this, I don't know if this is true, but that a lot of times producers, you know, like to, you know, we always think of as musicians go, you know, we got to produce this thing, we got to really make this thing sound full and big and give it to them. And that half the time they really want it, they'd rather hear you with your guitar. Yeah. So that they can use their own ears and, and fill in the blanks. And yeah, exactly. Probably true. That's what I would rather listen to. Yeah. 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 Well, this new, this, relatively new EP, right, um, uh, The Way Back Home. Mm -hmm. So two years of writing songs, playing shows, changing band members, looking for the, the right sound. What, what were some other uh, configurations that you were like, I mean, not, not to put anybody no, on the spot no. that may uh, <laughs> have well, been When we first started, I mean, as, a, as like a sort of a new group and playing in bars and doing that scene, we felt like we needed to be more of like, a crunchy rock band, yeah. um, and which doesn't work, I felt, with my voice. Like, I can't really sing loud songs, or like, I'd prefer not to. I don't feel like I sound my best when I sing loud songs. And so, uh, and plus, those band members didn't live in Madison. They, one lived in Naperville, and one lived in Iowa City. So it wasn't <laughs> conducive to getting together to practice. So yeah. um, it worked out anyway. And so we found Tim on Craigslist, and... Uh, he sort of got what we were looking for, and, and we never looked back. And so, um, and then we tried to find a, you know, a guitarist, uh, a lead guitarist. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, it sounds good like that, but I really prefer, you know, either like a fiddle or or a pedal steel. I think that makes yeah. it sound great. Make it cry. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you, how long have you been writing songs? Um. Well, I mean, I grew up playing the piano. I played the piano since I was seven, and and I would I would always write, you know, songs there. Not like songs that I would perform out to people, but songs that, you know, I'd sort of like write them and, and be like, oh, that sounds pretty good, and like never play them again, like when I was ten or something. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I started playing uh, the guitar when I was like really playing the guitar when I was seventeen, and then I started writing songs uh, after I left for college, and then I would play it. Uh, Starbucks or other coffee shops with a friend of mine at the University of Michigan, which is where I went, and yeah. I think that's how it all blossomed. Yeah, great. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll play another song. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this song is my favorite song from the EP, and it is as stripped down as you could get it, um, and it's called "Call the Cops." And I think I did cry when I wrote this song. Good for you. <laughs> Call the cops. Call your mom. Call your friends. Call. Tell them I'm done trying to make you smile. 
Almost didn't want to play on that. <laughs> yeah, it sounded great. So much beauty in the yeah. plainness of it. Really yeah. Yeah. So what kind of you've been playing some interesting gigs too? I noticed on there on your uh, on the website. Yeah. Uh, what what happened at well WMSC? Mm-hmm. Uh, great Milwaukee station. Yep. Right? Oh, yeah. whew, got that right. Yeah. Um, what was that radio summer camp? Um, for that, we played at uh, Shank Hall okay. and uh, opened for Bill Kirchin. Um, of Commander Cody. That's right. Howard okay. Lincoln. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, and that was, that was fun. Yeah. yeah, he did like a 12-minute version of Hot Rod Lincoln. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty it was, intense. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was just like their, I think it was the first year that they tried doing a, a music festival. And... Um, they had, they had a lot of good a lot of good people involved yeah. in it and so yeah. yeah Joe Pug was also on our bill too at Shank Hall so are, are you guys from Madison originally or are you anybody from from Milwaukee I'm from Michigan oh, oh okay and he's from Rockford and Tim well, is from somewhere from where I'm from the suburbs of Chicago too oh. well welcome to Madison yeah. <laughs> Tim, Tim and I are from the flatland of uh, Illinois so <laughs> hey what was uh, how was uh, playing on Michael Feldman's what do you know show Michael Feldman that was 
awesome. Yeah. That was like the best thing we've ever done. Was so that far. here in Madison or was it? Uh, or oh, yeah, Florida? that was in Madison. Yeah. Yeah. Best thing besides this, I'll say. <laughs> um, it oh, was that's awesome. very sweet of you. Yeah. <laughs> well, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The best part is that we, we had actually never heard the show before. Yeah. And then, and then we, you know, they asked us to play, and we're like, yeah, yeah cool, all right. And then we came, and we're like, this is awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. Big <laughs> like, production. And yeah, it was yeah, a lot of really fun. Cool. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Michael's a fun guy, too. Um, Let's see. Well, way I back. I think it would be fair to say that Michael Feldman is a goofball. He's a total goofball. He's a professional yeah. goofball. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It'd be nice to get paid for that. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, uh, this this EP and you yourself, you've got some really impressive uh, pressures. I like this one. I don't. I don't mean to embarrass you here, but I'm going to embarrass you maybe. Um, this yeah. one's this one's awesome. Americanauk.com. Um, Talking about Dolly Parson, comparing to Dolly Parson, Casey Chambers. But this one, uh, she looks set to be one of the major names on the Americana scene. That's a pretty... Yeah, that's a heavy statement. That's really nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very nice to to read. I mean, that's that's pretty cool. Are you guys, are you, is there there plans for another another recording soon? Yeah, I'm actually in the middle of of writing new stuff and trying to make it a little bit more a beat. Not not too much... um, but Whatever. not too much. <laughs> Whatever. But a little bit. Sounds great. <laughs> um, I mean, it's going to be a full length, and yeah. I don't even know if I could listen to 12 really sad songs. <laughs> um, so I think we'll mix it up. But yeah, yeah, we do have plans. I don't know when. You know, it's all about uh, you know putting together some money and, and yeah. you know writing some good songs that are yeah. good quality. Do, now, do you have you guys have a sense of this sort of um, uh, blossoming? Uh, Americana scene. I mean, it's really been happening for a few years, I think, you know. But I mean, what's obviously that's not, I don't think that's why, I don't get a sense that that's why you're doing it. You do this because you love this kind of music. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's been my style since I was five, you know, yeah. growing up listening to old school, you know, Waylon Jennings and, and Randy Travis yeah. and all of those great singers. Um, and I, Kyle and I have talked about this about how, like, we, we didn't think that. Americana music was, I don't know, like, it's more prevalent since we're in it, and we can't decide if, if we think that it's more prevalent because it's, it is, or because, like, we're just surrounded by it all the time, and we're like, yeah. whoa, like, Americana scene is pretty big, but, like, we can't decide. Well, but it is, it is everywhere. And, yeah. I mean, Corey Chesel from Appleton is exploding all over the, the globe, and that's, I mean, he's carrying that on a lot, mm-hmm. with, and yeah. then, you know, touring with Brendan Benson, and... Yeah you know, major, major label stuff, so. Now, I should know it this name. It is really hard to tell, I agree. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, this, uh, Willie Nelson, I mean, some of your uh, inspirations. Ingrid Mich- Michelson? Is this a name I should probably know? Well, I mean, she sings sort of like pop folk. Okay. Um, I mean, I like her music. I think yeah. that uh, people have compared my songwriting to hers, I think. I mean, I like her, um, but I, I don't think I'd count her as an, an influence. Okay. Um, I mean, I guess so, if you're trying to write like really folk pop songs that people would enjoy, right. I think maybe. <laughs> but I really like Jenny Lewis. I think she's terrific. Oh, yeah. I definitely. think like Rabbit for Coat was an amazing album, and if I could write something half that good, it would be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it's always hard when you're right in it, though, isn't it? I mean, yeah, you, you guys, is. you just do what you do and do, do the best you can. And yeah. yeah, I mean, because I, I doubt very much that you sit down and say, oh, I've got to write a folky pop. No, no, that doesn't go through my head at all. Yeah. (laughs) So what does go through your head? Um, I don't know. It's really hard to define. Um, I'll be sing. I like to sing in the shower. 
uh-huh. as I think most people do. And um, that's where I write a lot of my songs, actually. Yeah. Um, like, I'll come up with, like, a chorus and be like, yeah, that sounds really good. And I'll sing it yeah. over and over and over until I get out and then, like, get a tape recorder and, like, tape it. Um, so a lot of my songs start in the shower, and it's basically just, like, a melody that I start to sing or start to hum, and I'm like, yeah, that could be cool. And then, like, I start to sing words to it, and then it just sort of blossoms from there. That's good. Yeah. Do you ever find that you, you get good. hooked on a song? You've got to be careful, you know, doing that, right? Because, I mean, you could be in there for, like, 45 know, minutes least, and not realize an it, and you're all yeah, shriveled. Yeah, start, like, sit down. and okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Water starts I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> None of my business. Right. <laughs> You Have you ever had oh. that problem where, where you started to write something that's already been written? Well, yes. Um, I'll come up with like a melody. I'm like, hmm, I really like that, but I feel like it's already a song. And then you like, like sing it for somebody and they go, oh yeah, that's blah. Yeah, isn't that Ray LaMontagne? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah that's definitely happened to us too. <laughs> um, yeah, this next song is called I Said. And um, I actually wrote this right after my grandma died a couple years ago. Um, her last words right before she died were, uh, if I die, you just leave me dead. And so... Um, just leave me dead? Yeah, right. That's no. good. <laughs> so um, I wrote this song from her perspective. And it's called I Said.
Thank you. I keep hearing this at the end of some songs. I keep hearing this, like, exhaling, this... And I'm, I'm going, am I doing that? I'm looking around. <laughs> and it's Tim back here on the... It's you! Sorry. That's, a, that's an interesting instrument you're sitting on there. It's the cajon, right? Oh, yeah. The cajon. It's a great instrument. Cajon? Yeah. But what is the, uh, the, the breathing apparatus you have back there? What is that? Oh, the, the no. That, that, that sound thing. was... Uh, that was actually the cardboard box in my hand. Oh. <laughs> That's beautiful. I could sleep wow. to that. Yeah, it's pretty great. I've got a, I've got a CD of that sound, actually. <laughs> it's called Tim Puts You to Sleep with a Cardboard Box. <laughs> you know, you could sell that. Yeah, you should hear the live album. You know, maybe you should put it on the, the shopping network, you know. Are you having trouble sleeping? <laughs> Let me show you something. Yeah. yeah. As so long as you don't get one of those yelling guys. Are you having trouble sleeping? <laughs> Try this amazing thing. You need this amazing box. Tim Russell, <clears throat> buy it. But when you go on tour, where do you, do you put that? Do you have a case for that? Well, yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not, I have to thank the, the wonderful Brink Lounge for giving me this box tonight. Um, I used to play in a, like an Irish rock kind of punk acoustic thing called the Groggers, and I played a, a cardboard box in that. And um, I made it my goal to never get my box before the day of the gig. So it would be my mission. I'd show up in whatever town we were playing in. Yeah. So basically it was fresh? Yeah. Okay. Well, because, the, the, well, here was the other part of it is, you know, when you're like all punk rock and you got to put on a show and stuff like that, like whole part of it was at the end of the show, I would destroy the box either by like jumping into it or, well, because like partly is like you play a whole show and the thing is trash because I was playing it with like sticks and oh, right. stuff like that and playing it really loud. Um, so I would go to like grocery stores or whatever I could find, dumpsters, and just try to find a box that was like substantial enough to like play a whole show with. And then just break it. <laughs> but yeah. now you just leave it up to chance and you... Yeah, no, I mean, that's... Yeah. And it just that's became sweet. part of the fun is to roll into a town with enough time to walk around the town, figure out where you might find a cardboard box, uh -huh. and uh, <laughs> then to find one. And it was kind of funny because I cool. would carry around tape with me and all this kind of stuff because sometimes you just had to put some extra work and some oh, yeah. love into it and oh, yeah. Yeah. to make it through the show. And sometimes, yeah, like I'd played it with a bass drum pedal too. Like, so like sometimes the pedal would bust through the box and like I'd be mid-show taping the box up. And Do your parents know that you play box for, like, professionally? Uh, yeah. Okay, all right. Do you have Good. a college degree? Yeah. <laughs> I love it's that lovely. Guy. Actually, you, do you know a uh, do you know uh, a harmonious whale? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I, I've Maggie seen her. plays plays a box too. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. And you know, did you, you know when you were a kid that you were going to grow up, finish college, and play a box? <laughs> well, I mean, one time I was in a department store, and there was like these uh, tins. And my parents apparently were out shopping, and I had just set up all these tins in the department store and was just going nuts on them. And like, there was people stopping and like watching me playing these things. And it's like, Did I think you? the problem is I just have a really short attention span and a lot of nervous energy. So I just started like tapping on everything. And we're like, oh, that's a cool sound. I'm... Did you get any tips? Uh, I never got any tips. All right. But then I. Well, maybe you were too young. 
Well, I, I'd never figured out how to make it from the hitting the box to like flipping it over. Yeah. Yeah. It was like the biggest problem, you know. Man, if I had some serious drummer jokes, but I'm gonna just not. But. Would that be really living on the edge, wouldn't it? If, if like, I like that. if uh, if other musicians did that, if you you showed up at a gig and you're like, quick, does anybody have a guitar? Yeah. You know. Yeah. That'd be tough. That'd be By the way, I yeah, have to smash weird. it at the end of the night. Yeah, yeah. Anybody have an upright bass? <laughs> quick. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Or a string. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, the funniest thing, I mean, we can definitely go away from this for sure, but uh, I'll just share no, no. one more thing. But the funniest thing is, would always be, we, this band I was in, we'd play at rock venues. I would show up to a rock venue with a cardboard box, and I'd get every sound man looking at me like I'm like the craziest alien dude that's ever came into the whole place. And they're like, what is that? And it's like, it's a cardboard box. It's pretty obvious what it is. <laughs> you know, like, you're going to play that? I'm like, well... Just mic it like you would a snare drum and a bass drum and talk to me after the show. And like, it's amazing, you know? Microphones are great things and they can, if you have the mind to do it and you get in the right mindset, you can just make some amazing yeah. music and stuff, so. Well, we're glad. Cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tim Russell, back there on the box. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. Hey, by the way, do you have a really good email? that we could get a hold of you? I certainly do. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't mean email, I mean website. Website, yes. Yeah. Uh, WhitneyManMusic.com. Yeah. Um, man with two N's, and then music.com. So you're kind of more man... man. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is my one and only love song. So it's a little happier than the other songs. And it's called I'm Like.
you. Can we just roll on into another one? Yeah, uh, yeah. This next song is called Why Don't You Just Leave? And not, <laughs> not literally. And it's... Nobody uh, move. <laughs> <laughs> and it's on the EP. We have time for one more. One more? For sure. Now we okay. want to make sure WhitneyManMusic.com. Yep. And uh, the EP. And also. The EP what? Well, we have, you have another one coming out. <laughs> You're working on another one right now. Yes. So people can go also to the things website. things that are available. I see. Yeah. And also, what do you have coming up gig-wise, anybody? Gig-wise? Uh, Touring-wise. Uh, well, 
right now we're just, I mean, who likes to travel? Uh, <laughs> well, point. in the winter in yeah. Wisconsin. Yeah. Because we did that once a couple of winters ago where we went up to Minneapolis and it was like negative 10. Yeah. And uh, we vowed not to tour in the winter. Yeah. So, um, so you're not so going to Duluth in February? Yeah. No. So although we are, it's, I don't know. So we're, we play around like La Crosse and Eau Claire. Um, and then, I mean, we're going to be just upstairs at the high noon next Tuesday okay. um, for like a happy hour gig and um, stuff like that. There'll be more stuff coming up spring and summer. And your schedule's on your website, I imagine. Uh, yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Up cool. Updated daily. <laughs> <laughs> really? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was going to say, because I'd pay you to... <laughs> Never mind. So what's this last tune? <clears throat> So this last song is called uh, Cocaine Murder, and it was one of the first songs I ever wrote. Um, I wrote it sometime in college, and um, I can't remember why I wrote it. I don't think I wrote it in the shower. I don't know where I, I came up with it. Had, but it's been around for a while, and it's changed forms a lot of times. Like, started slow, you know, it started fast, and then I slowed it down, and I was like, hmm, maybe we should, we should make it faster and add some drums, maybe a guitar. And then I went back to making it really slow. So I think it's in its final form now. And before I retire it, I'll play it for you.
Whitney Thank Mann. You. Thank you guys so much for coming. Whitney Mann, vocals, acoustic guitar, songwriting, Kyle Jacobson, and Tim Russell on drums. Uh, check out the Way Back Home EP, and I'm sure available through the website, WhitneyMannMusic.com. Thank you all for coming tonight to Mad Toast Live. Special thanks tonight to Andy Lavalley from Bear Sound, Nick McNeese, who's helping out doing our live sound tonight. Uh, special thanks to WRT 89.9 FM and to the Brink Lounge. Hope to see you guys again soon. Thank you for coming. Thank you.